So welcome to our Bhagavatam class. It is um, April 12th, 2020, and uh, I'm in Coronado. So today we're going to begin with uh, the Bhagavatam. Uh, if I can get my computer to work here. First Canto, Chapter 6, Text 11. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, 1.6.11 Spitaan Janapadangs Tatra Puragrama Brajakaran Ketakarvata Vatischa so Narda is out exploring the world. He's just a uh, young boy. I guess he's still five years old. And uh, so here we, we get a list of this uh, variety of places that he's going to. So Spita, Spitan means flourishing. Prabhupada says, and then Janapadan literally means uh, a a people place. It can mean a a country. Prabhupada says metropolises. It can mean uh, human settlements, countries, areas. So flourishing areas, flourishing cities, flourishing areas, Tatra, therein. Uh, I'll, I'll read actually Prabhupada's translation. After my departure, I passed through many flourishing metropolises, towns, villages, animal farms, mines, agricultural lands, valleys, flower gardens, nursery gardens, and natural forests. So uh, that's Pura, of course, means city. Grama is a village. Brajakaran, Braja is like a farming community. Akaran. Uh, it could mean, uh, Prabhupada translates it here, mineral fields. Uh, Keta Karvata, mountain villages and little communities, uh, gardens, Prabhupada says here, flower gardens, Vatisha, Vanani, so it means forests and Uba Vanani, sort of like small, like woods, smaller forest woods. So anyway, uh, Narda Muni is off to see the world. He's off to see the world. He wants to see the creation of God. And uh, as it is said, travel is broadening. If you've lived your whole life in one place, uh, sometimes you don't really get a good grasp of life. That was actually the case of the German philosopher Kant, who kind of lived in the same place. And anyway, it's another topic. But so Nard is off to see the world, to see Krishna within nature, within uh, the varieties of life, you understand, we can understand the creation, I'm sorry, we can understand the creator also by studying his creation. We don't understand everything about the creator, but it gives us a sense of his artistic creative power. And it gives us a sense of the variety of life. You see different people and how they behave and uh, you can compare to your own behavior. So it's, I think it's it's known all around the world that travel is broadening. In England, for example, a few hundred years ago, there was a custom that uh, a young man from a good family, after he graduated from school, 
he would go to Europe and travel all around Europe and just learn and study and so on. So it's always been known that traveling has that effect. So the next verse is more about uh, Narada's travels. Chitra dhatu vichitra dreen ibha bhagna bhuja druman jala shayan shiva jala nalina nalini sura seivita chitra swanaik patratair vi brahmad brahmarasyaha. So Prabhupada translates this, I passed through hills and mountains full of reservoirs of various minerals, like gold, silver, and copper, and through tracts of land with reservoirs of water filled with beautiful lotus flowers fit for the denizens of heaven, uh, decorated with bewildered bees and singing birds. So chitra dhatu means colorful minerals, literally, which Prabhupada translates as gold, silver, and copper, vichitra dreen, so uh, literally, he he saw hills, adris, which were colorful with all kinds of minerals, with with all kinds of uh, beautiful minerals. If you know this, is actually, if you look at mountains, sometimes they can appear many different colors based on the types of minerals they have in the soil. So Iba Bhagna Bhuja Druman. So, and, and forests with trees whose branches, buja, bhagna, were broken, iba, by elephants. So in a forest with elephants, they're reaching up for leaves and they're very big and they, sometimes the elephants go crashing through the forest. So you can tell that this is an elephant, this is a forest or a jungle uh, where elephants live. And Jalashayan, a water reservoir, Shiva Jalan with very auspicious water, could mean clear water, pure water, drinking water, potable water, Nalini Surasevita, and uh, lotus, lotus forest. Uh, sorry. Call you back and give you a class. Sorry about that. I don't know how to turn the. Actually, I'll just maybe turn the volume down this one. Volume off, okay. So, uh, Nalini, so uh, areas like lotus ponds, which are Surda Sevita, literally uh, means that the demigods would go there because they were so beautiful. So, Chitra Swanaik, with variegated sounds, Patra tire of uh, birds. <laughs> it's funny because... <laughs> Sanskrit is actually can be very funny. Rata means a vehicle, and uh, patra uh, means like a feather. And uh, so, literally, creatures who whose automobiles are wings, so they have feathers. And they <laughs> they have sort of feather cars, feather vehicles, which you know that means birds. It's kind of a funny word for birds. Vibramad brahmarakshya. And uh, bees, which were just sort of darting about, Prabhupada says, bewildered, uh, bewildering. He says, vibramat, and in the verse he says, bewildered bees. I think if you look at the word vibramat, it, it could mean that. It sort of means bees are kind of darting all over the place. They're not sure what, where they're going. So, vibramarasya. Uh, so, they want these. Uh, so, this is all going on there. So it's, it's, it's a scene of great beauty. It's, it's many times stressed how colorful it is. We have the word chitra dhatu, the chitra dream, chitra swanai. 
that there's great variety, colors and sounds. It's this, uh, yeah, just all kinds of colors and sounds. And here's this boy who lived in this little village his whole life, and suddenly he's seen the wide world. And uh, of course, he's and he's Krishna conscious. He's become a great devotee, so he's he's marveling at the amazing creation of God. So then it said, none of, uh, more descriptions. It's interesting in the Bhagavatam is the, uh, there's a certain enthusiasm here in the Bhagavatam for the, all the beautiful uh, creations of Krishna. Obviously we don't try to exploit them. We don't try to enjoy them without Krishna, but there is, just because it goes on and on this detailed description, uh, enthusiasm and appreciation for the beauties of nature and the variety and just what Krishna has done, the artistry of God. So Nala Venu Sharas Tanba pipes, Nala bamboo. So there are bamboo pipes and there's clusters of bamboo and there's sharp grass, Kichika weeds, Prabhupada translates Kichika's weeds, Gawaram caves. He's really going everywhere. He's really seeing it all. He's just, so you can just see, I mean, it's an amazing scene, this five-year-old boy, you know, this is India, so uh, we can assume he's, you know, not wearing a lot of clothes because the weather is warm most of the year. So just this little boy, this little five-year-old sage is going all over the world and seeing everything. And then you have to ask, what did people think of him? They just saw this little boy. Sometimes we can just see people, children or adults or teenagers. We don't know who they really are. So how many people, it's not mentioned here, but how many people who saw Narda, and many people must have seen this little boy just walking around, how many people knew who he really was? It just seemed like a boy. Nala venu sharas tanba eka eva. I was I was alone, completely alone, Ekaeva. And uh, atiyata means I went past. Uh, that's what it means here. Ati means over, beyond, and atiyata means I went. So he's actually here's the verb for all these all these different places and things he's seen. All are objects of this verb. Finally, we get atiyatoham, and so I completely alone, just went past all these places, went by all these places. Draksham, and then I saw Vipinam Mahat, a great forest. Literally, I saw a great forest after all this. So something special is going to happen because you have this whole list. If you look at, I mean, from a literary standpoint, you have this list of all these amazing, colorful, variegated places, basically every kind of human dwelling and every kind of nature Narada is seeing. And he says, Ega Eva, uh, completely alone at the Yatoham, I went past all these things. And Adraksham, now he sees something. So this is going to be special. Adraksham, Vipinang, I saw a great forest. Goram, it was frightening. I saw a great frightening forest or eerie, eerie forest. Prativhaya Karam. And uh, Patibhaya, it was full of danger. It was 
all around. It was it was a dangerous forest. Vialo Luca Shivajiram, snakes and owls. Owls are, you know, when we were children, most of us saw a lot of cartoons with owls. And so we kind of have this picture of owls as sort of this uh, you know, cartoon bird, but actually owls, for those who don't speak English, and they have their uh, the bird that sleeps during the day and is awake at night. And uh, they're very large. It's a very large bird, and they are very carnivorous. And, you know, this big, dangerous bird. Although, again, because I grew up just seeing them in cartoons. But so snakes and owls and jackals or scavengers, they'll eat anything. Ajidam, the playgrounds, Prabhupada says. The play yards of snakes, owls, and jackals. Dangerously fearful forest, Prabhupada says. So now... It's kind of changed. The mood has changed a little bit. But before, everything's colorful, you know, beautiful birds singing different songs and just mountains of different colors with different minerals and forests and big forests, little forests, flowers and lotus lakes and everything. And suddenly, it's getting very dangerous. So let's see what happens. So... It's funny because it's here in this dangerous place that he actually finally... He's just tired. It's like, whew, I'm tired of traveling. He's been all over the world. Now he's getting tired. Parishant Indriyat Maham. And uh, he says, now uh, my Parishant uh, Indriyat Maham, Shranta means tired. And Parishanta uh, means really tired. Like I'm just completely tired. Uh, Indriya. Oh, my senses, and of course, there's also the the uh, working senses. So that means his arms, his legs. He's just he's just tired. He's tired of seeing things. I mean, that's common. Like if you go on vacation, you, you know, you see a lot of things. At a certain point, you say, "Okay, I'm tired of seeing all these things." I mean, we talk like that also. Like I'm tired of seeing European palaces, or I'm tired of walking through this forest, you know, or this jungle. We've seen it. And, you know, I'm kind of tired of it. So he's physically tired. And the idea is kind of probably a little mentally tired. He's just seen so much. Parishan tendri atma hum. And it's interesting. He says atma. It's like, it's like uh, it can just mean in Sanskrit, I was tired or, or my soul was tired. In other words, as a soul, as a Krishna conscious soul, I was just tired of all this. So his body's tired. His mind is tired. So tripadito, and I was filled with, uh, thirst, and he means physical thirst. He's really thirsty. Bubukshita, he's hungry. Snatwa, so and then bathing, pitwa, and drinking hriday nadya in a river lake. So if you know rivers, you know they flow along. But sometimes, just the way the topography is, uh, the water will, the river will widen and just become like a big lake. And then, of course, it comes out the other end. So, so he he found this a river lake, the lake of a river. It says here he found a river lake, and so having bathed and 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 taken water, he drank water, upasprishto, and uh, he purified himself. Upasprishto often means like when you're doing achman. So he he bathed in the water, he drank the water, and then upasprishto means that he's preparing to do something religious or spiritual because he's sort of done achman in, in, all in this river lake 
And then gata shema, my, my fatigue was gone. So he was refreshed. That's the idea. He was completely refreshed by bathing in the river and drinking the water and, and doing achman. So now he's very refreshed. His fatigue is gone. Even his mental fatigue is gone. And so tasmin, near manu jayaranye. So in that forest, as Prabhupada says, uh, without human habitation. Uh, so without humans is near Manu J. Manu, Manu, of course, is Manu, the progenitor of humankind. And so Manu Ja, literally born from Manu, which is a way to say human beings. Manu Ja, uh, Manu born is a way to say human beings. And here it said, in that forest, Tasminaranye, near Manu J, in which there, there was no one in the forest born of Manu. In other words, there were, it was uninhabited by human beings. So that's a little scary, but, you know, not for Narda. I mean, here you are, and, and, and don't forget, this is the most dangerous place he's come to. This is a place with all kinds of carnivorous beasts and dangerous, even dangerous birds. And so it's specifically in this, the first place he's come to that's really dangerous, that's where he got tired. And that's a detail which, uh, you know, is often not noticed, but that's where he got tired. That's where he took a bath. That's where he drank water. And, and uh, so, and now he's going to sit down and get down to work, his spiritual meditation. So, Pipalopasta, he sat down. Narda says, I sat, uh, taking Asrita, taking shelter of a a uh, banyan tree because again this is a um i mean the fact that it mentions a banyan tree means it's a tropical area it's uh probably hot probably pretty warm he's not up in the mountains he's down there and, you know sort of like this jungle forest forest place it's probably very hot and so he finds shelter because banyan trees give unlimited shelter so he takes shelter under this banyan tree and then And then he says, I meditated upon, uh, this is of course the word, typical, in the Gita we find this kind of language where the word Atma is used several times. I meditated upon the soul, that with my soul, I meditated on a chintiyam, or actually, chintia means I thought about. I thought about. Uh, with my soul, I thought about the soul who is in my soul. Literally, that's what it says. Atmanatmanam atmastam yatashutam. And I did this. I thought about the Lord, obviously, Krishna. Uh, with my soul, I thought about the soul. Uh, who was within my soul, yatashutam. And I did this uh, according to Shastra. So he's not just, you know, like some, you know, person just speculating or thinking about things. He's doing it according, and literally actually, shutam means what is heard. So can hear means, means Shastra, but also according to literally what he heard. And that's how Prabhupada translated, as I had heard from the liberated souls. 
So the word shruta, which literally means heard, also means yata shruta, according to, yata means according to, uh, scripture, shastra, but also literally, as I heard, of course, the sages were speaking shastra, so there's no difference to say, so if you take yata shruta, according to shastra, according to what I heard in the sages, it's the same information, it's the same knowledge. And he says, I thought, with my soul, I thought, or I thought about the soul who was situated in my soul. So that's a very beautiful verse. That's 1615. And then maybe we'll do one more. Dhyayatas. So, Charanam Vojam, as I was meditating on the lotus feet. So he's, when he said soul, he of course meant Krishna. I was thinking about the soul. And so the word chint there does mean meditate because he says, as I was meditating. So first he said a chintiyam, as in a chintya, which is sort of inconceivable. I was conceiving a chintiyam, or I was thinking about the Supreme Soul. And then in the very next verse, jayatas, as I was meditating. So th therefore the word chint in the previous verse means also meditation. So jayatas charanam bhojam bhavan bhava nirjita chaitasa. So as I was meditating on the lotus feet, of course, of the Lord, bhava nirjita chaitasa, in my mind, was Nirjita conquered by or completely under the control of bhava, spiritual ecstasy. Prabhupada translates bhava Nirjita in the synonyms as mind transformed and transcendental love for the Lord. Chaitasa, so with a mind, with consciousness that was Nirjita transformed or overcome by or completely dominated by uh, bhava, spiritual ecstasy. Otkantyashu kalakshasya and uh, akshasya of me, whose eyes, uh, I had tears, teardrops in my eyes. Ashukala uh, means teardrops. Odkantya, due to, Odkantya means uh, sort of ecstasy. It means, it probably translates it eagerness. Uh, in the dictionary, uh, Odkantya, I must have just, uh, there it is. Uh, it means desire, longing for, intensity. So intense desire, intense longing. Prabhupada translates it uh, eagerness. So out of this eagerness, out of this intense longing for the Lord, there were tears in my eyes and hridyasin made. And so in my heart, Shania, gradually the Lord appeared. The Lord uh, gradually, Shania, appeared in my heart as I was longing for him. And uh, there were tears in my eyes and my mind, my consciousness was uh, dominated by this ecstasy. And I was meditating upon his lotus feet. So we'll stop there. There's 1616. And uh, next Sunday we'll do 1617 now. I think there are a few questions, so I'll take a look at that. Uh, the questions are coming in on uh, WhatsApp. That's how we do the questions. Actually, they're not coming in. 
They're coming in somewhere else, but Ananda Leela is uh, sending me the questions. So there's one question. So this will be short. Sometimes you give an example of the theory of philosophers of past centuries. Don't doesn't make sense to study the theories of modern philosopher scientists. Uh, well, not related to the class, but uh, there is a field called philosophy of science, and Prabhupada created an institute, Bhaktivedanta Institute for philosophy of science. So, if one is inclined to uh, present Krishna consciousness through that medium, which is very important, then yet one has to study philosophy of science. Otherwise, scientists, most scientists, almost every scientist I've ever met is clueless about philosophy, although they think they know it, but they don't because they've never studied it. So thank you all very much. Thank you for watching and uh, hope we'll all be back together again next Sunday. All right, Krishna.